message you're about listening to is a sermon by Bishop George Ajiman, the General Overseer of Winnish Chapel, Ghana. Be encouraged, inspired, and uplifted as he brings the word of life to your spirit and soul. And it is in line with that song that I bring you a charge this morning. Be careful for nothing. Be careful for nothing. Don't be anxious about anything. We have a God who watches over us. We have a God who cares for us. We have a God who knows our going out and our coming in, our lying down and our rising up. He neither sleeps nor slumbers. Our God is absolutely in charge and he watches over us. Amen. Praise the Lord. The psalmist in Psalm 55 and verse 22, Psalm 55 and verse 22, he says, cast your burden on the Lord and he will sustain you. Cast your burden on the Lord and he shall sustain you. He shall never permit the righteous to be moved. Say amen to that. God will never permit the righteous to be moved. God will never permit you to be moved in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. In the mighty name of Jesus Christ. I'm bringing this charge so that your heart will be at peace. Amen. Every now and then as we gather like this, we have to reassure ourselves in the Lord that in spite of all, God is still in control. Let there be any negative reports about our environment, God knows how to care for his own. And this morning, I'm here to let you know, in spite of all, God watches over you. And as we cast our burden upon him, the Bible says he surely will sustain us. I see every one of us in this service, and I see everyone connected to us, being sustained irrespective of whatever is in the air, irrespective of whatever is in the environment, God will sustain you in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. In the mighty name of Jesus Christ. It is good that we talk one to another very often, particularly from scriptures. Otherwise, we may lose our bearing by reason of the environment within which we are serving our God per time. As it stands now, there is the general talk which is not as it is. It, it is the situation of the economy 
If anybody begins to talk negative, he is not wrong. But we serve a living God who has a covenant with his children. And in times like this, we should be careful not to align with what is going on. Because if we speak as they speak, then what comes upon them will come upon us. That is why I made us read that very long passage about the Shunammite woman. The Shunammite woman and her husband did not have a child. But they lived happily. And the heart of the woman was after the Lord, serving the Lord faithfully. And the servant of the Lord used to pass by. And this Shunammite woman said to the husband, let us make a place of rest for him. So that anytime he's passing by, he can come in here and take a rest. Commitment to the kingdom of God, not even looking for any reward. She saw herself privileged to be in a position at a time that she could offer her services unto the Lord. And one day the servant of the Lord asked, what do you want me to do for you? I have the political connections. Do you want anything? I can speak to the government in high places. Anything? The woman said, I don't need anything. I don't need anything. I'm content where I am. My husband and I, God has blessed us. We are happy. And she turned away. Then the servant of the servant of God said, Sir, the woman is okay. The only thing I have noticed about this family is that they don't have a son. That's so. They don't have a son. Call the woman. Woman, about this time next year, you will carry a child. And I'm telling everyone here that requires that blessing about this time next year, you have your own. When the woman heard that in her ears, she said, oh, my husband is old. God does not look as man looks. My husband is old. I'm not even looking for. But the servant of the Lord said, by this time next year. And the woman conceived. I see divine conception in this assembly. In this month, there is divine conception released in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. And the child grew. One day, the child was following the father in the farm, harvest time. So the child grew, able to go to the father, following the father to the farm. And then he cried out, looks like I have a headache, have a headache. Then the father said, quickly, told one of the servants, quickly take 
him to the house, let the mother attend to the child. And as the mother was busy attending to this child, the child gave up. And the child died. Wow. If it were you, what would you do? Little did the woman know that the room they were preparing for the upper room was going to be a miracle center. The woman just carried the child. He said, the bed that the man of God sleeps on. Put the child there. Closed the door. Told the servant, go tell daddy. Give me one of the donkeys and one of the servants. I'm going to see the man of God. What? It is not time to see the man of God. Just tell him it is well. And the woman saddled the donkey and ran. The man of God saw her. Asked the servant, Gehazi, go meet with her. Is it okay with you? Is everything okay with you? Is everything okay with your husband? Is everything okay with the child? Any question they asked the woman, what was her answer? What was her answer? That is the lesson we want to learn today. We have to create an environment where God can be a blessing unto us. We have to make room for God's blessing to come upon us. God can reach us wherever we are. But we have to do the little, the very little, probably the most insignificant. But then when you do such things, you block the chances of God's blessing upon our lives. The woman, even though the son was dead, the woman said, it is well. Until I meet the servant of the Lord and I pour my heart to her, it is well. All hope is not lost. It is only breath that has seized from the nostrils of that child. It is well. And she held the feet of the servant of God. He said, did I ask for this blessing? But the servant of God could feel it and could sense it. He said, Gehazi, quickly go ahead. Take my staff. Lay it on the child. The woman said, this blessing didn't come through Gehazi. That you are sending your servant, no problem. But as for me holding your feet, I'm holding your feet until I have seen what I have to see. Which means Gehazi is going and all the, the woman was going to be with the servant of the Lord. Amen. Okay, let's go. And they went. And he saw the child. Stretched himself upon the child two times. And the child came back to life. I speak whatever you are losing. Whatever is slipping out of your hands. Whatever looks like it's dimming. These days, you sit down and you look at your finances 
what you used 20 CDs to do, now you are using about 40 or 50 CDs to do. They haven't increased your salary. Your productivity hasn't gone up. And yet you have to meet up. And it is bringing stress. It is bringing nights of thinking. You need to settle all the school fees. They have increased school fees. They have not increased your salary. Provisions have increased. Everything has increased. Here you are. What are you saying in times like this? The Shunammite woman looked at the environment and she said, it is well. If there is anyone here under such economic pressure, all I want you to say from the depth of your heart, based on the faith that you have in your God, that it is well. Can I hear you say, it is well? Can I hear you say it again? It is well because we serve a living God who watches over us. We serve a living God who is able to make a way where there is no way. We serve a living God who is able to take two loaves of bread and turn it to feed 5,000 people. We serve the living God that is able. He is more than able. Can I hear you shout, it is well. From this moment, I want this consciousness to be upon you. Brethren, until we align with what our faith in God requires, we may be serving God as we know how, but might not be enjoying the benefit and the blessing. Like I said, it is not entirely wrong for you to say times are hard. It is not entirely wrong. Within a space of 12 months, the value of the Ghanaian CD has gone down. What percent? I don't know. Now they don't even bother to tell us when they are increasing the prices of fuel. They, they, they don't bother. You go to the market with 100 Ghana CDs, 200 Ghana CDs, and you come back virtually with nothing. And yet money is gone. What do you say to all of such? It is where? It is well. Are we going to die? Are we going to withdraw the children from school? Are we not going to feed anymore? We will. We will. How are we going to do it? The Shunammite woman didn't know how, but she knew where this child came from. Say, God, who brought this child, he is able. And so to everyone, this woman kept saying, it is well. I stand before the congregation of God and I speak it is well into your situation. It is well into your finances. It is well in your health. It is well in the work that you do. People are sitting watching their businesses go down. What do we do? Is God here? Is God around? Is God able to stretch his hand and deliver his people? It is where. To compound 
all this situation, there is this very deadly disease they call Even the one that has medication is killing people. And this one, they say, does not have any medication. So all you have to do is pray that it doesn't come to you. The moment it comes to you, it is. In all of these things, what do we say? Don't bother to sit down. Eh? Just, just keep standing. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. The Bible says in the book of Zechariah, chapter 9 and verse 11, as for you also, because of the blood of the covenant, because of the blood, the blood that speaks better things than the blood of Abel, because of the blood of the covenant, I will set your prisoners free. Anybody that is entertaining any fear, the spirit of fear has imprisoned you. And it is the first step towards the release of the things that you fear. In Job chapter 6 and verse 25, it says, The things that I greatly feared, they are the things that have come upon me. The things that I greatly feared, they are the things that have come upon me. But because of the blood of the covenant, you will stand and you will not fall. I say you will stand, you will not fall. You will stand, you will not fall. There will not be that disease coming near your dwelling. He says, a thousand will fall at your side. It may come that close. Ten thousand will fall at your right side. But it will not come near your dwelling. I decree that prophetic declaration working in your life now. In the mighty name of Jesus. In the mighty name of Jesus. In the mighty name of Jesus. Thank you, Lord. God that is watching over you, he will not permit any of the diseases of Egypt to come upon you. Because you are standing with him in all situations, the God that you serve is standing with you in times like this your finances will not become meaningless your business will not go down your children will not suffer shame you will meet up with your appointments and your bills in the mighty name of Jesus in the mighty name of Jesus in the mighty name of Jesus praise the Lord Amen. Please take your seats. This morning we have administered the power in the blood. Very soon we will disperse from here. 
we will go our various places. The world is still talking. They are still under the bondage of fear. But I want to share one or two things with you that will carry you wherever you go. I looked at the meaning of the word worry and I discovered it does not have any bearing on the things that are happening outside. The things that are happening outside may induce worry. But the process of worrying has nothing to do with external influences. What is happening externally may induce, may open the door for one to worry. But the process of worrying has nothing to do with that. Thank you for listening to this sermon by Bishop George Ajuman. We hope you have been blessed. To get more of this podcast, log on to our website www.winnersghana.org. You can also follow his handle at Bishop George Ajuman on Facebook and SoundCloud. God richly bless you.